Hey, welcome to the After Hour Podcast with me, Paul. Me, Dan. <laughs> me, Chris. You cunt. Yeah. yeah how's it feel? How's it feel? <laughs> I, and me, Dan. <laughs> uh, uh, this week, uh, we um, have a very special uh, tech nerd kit analysis with Dan. Um, I I start a new section of the podcast that will last precisely one episode called Mike's Creature Corner, and we learn uh, why Paul is an absolute don of road rage. Enjoy. boys what we've been up to stuff actual stuff stuff and things stuff has been exciting things and things there's been people none of them can come near me gigs are brilliant now lads because people have to sit the fuck down (laughs) is that good (laughs) yeah they can't go anywhere they can't leave in the middle of the set they can't walk up to you and go can you get your drums right (laughs) do people say that (laughs) oh mate (laughs) <laughs> oh mate every gig and then there's always some some prick in a glittery top who goes i don't know if you know this right but actually like locally like i'm known as a bit of a singer so i wonder if i could come up uh, do you know some of 69 we do but we're not playing it for you <laughs> or with you so sit the fuck down and yeah. go home this isn't our band featuring glitter top yeah <laughs> 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 like fuck off yeah 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 but it happens all the time oh yeah oh, I used to play a bit of drums back in the day or for, for I fancy a go do you form a band then come yeah, exactly <laughs> yeah. this is not the time or the place <laughs> I don't come to your place and ask if I can drill a tooth <laughs> yeah um, so that's been lovely and it's all ramping up for my got working. You will, is it still relevant now? Oh yeah. The podcast got out on Monday, isn't it? So if you are in the Kent or, or specifically Medway area on the 26th of May, uh, Mr. Lepus are doing our Brighton fringe show. Um, it's a very limited run. I think there's only like 15 tickets left. Um, it's like a pound a ticket. It's not expensive, but we just need to know how many people are going to be there on the night. Um, it's our, the only time we're going to be performing it in Kent probably this year. Um, we're looking to take the take the tour um, around the country uh, later in the year, but this will probably be the only time we do it in Kent. So if you do want to come and see some very, very silly uh, comedy with some lots of jokes about jizz, then come down and, uh, and see that. Or alternatively, just continue to listen to this podcast. Yeah. Because there'll definitely be jizz jokes. You could do, you, yeah, you could, you could do both. At the same time, if you're really clever. Yeah. Speaking of things returning to normal, I just, I just, I need to get this off my chest, lads, because I've, I've said this and, and presented this to many of my friendship groups and no one's cared. And I don't understand why no one cares about it. I got given a, a link to a website who said, Hey, mate, do you fancy coming and doing this? Not as a, as a musician, but as a punter. This is a real thing. Um, Highway to Hellfest. Three days of high voltage on November the 12th, 13th, and 14th. So three days in 2021 in Blackpool. It is a three-day festival of ACDC tribute acts, and that's all it is. Three days. 
three days, not even three days of ACDC, three days of ACDC tribute acts. So you're going to hear like Thunderstruck done by about 15 different people. Yeah. <laughs> Why is this a thing? That sounds terrible. <laughs> I was going to say, you're going to get pissed bored of those songs by the end yeah. of It's the same drumbeat for all the songs. I love ACDC, don't get me wrong, but yeah, I'm man. not sure I would. ACDC? Not yeah. ACDC cover bands. Black Ice, Soul Stripper, UKDC, ACDC CD, Port Pure DSHE, ACDC Experience, Gone Shooting, Bon UK, Trident, and Poweridge, all at the Waterloo Music Bar for three fucking days. And it's just one, it's, it's actually one band, it's just got multiple different, they're going to keep coming out. There's no desperate to get in front of people again. They've renamed themselves multiple times. I'd almost understand. They just get progressively worse every time they play. (laughs) Or drunk. I'd almost understand if this was one day. I'd almost get it. One day would be tempting. One day you go, fuck me, a whole day of like different cover bands playing ACDC. That's almost funny enough to go and watch. But it's three days, lads. How is it three days? I mean... Not only have you got to listen to ACDC for three days, which you could just listen to on like Spotify on repeat, but <laughs> yeah. you, you've then got to find somewhere to accommodate yourself for those two oh, nights. For the weekend, lads. <laughs> £55. No, thank you. Well, you and, and you have to pay for it too. <laughs> you do, yeah. Fuck that. That sounds like a fucking horrible weekend. I just, I, just, I can't. How did this happen? <laughs> Someone you know, who's going to get a group of knob. There's going to be a certain t- sort of knob that's going to that and standing at the back, silently judging each one of them. Well, I think you'll find that that one's actually in D minor. And I mean, <laughs> <I'll> fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> so that's enough about ACDC for now, I think. All right. Anyone else been up to anything? <laughs> I mean, I, do. I, I turned 40. Oh, yeah. Welcome. Yeah. Had my big four zero, um, and then swiftly, like a few days later, got the, the vaccination. Oh, wow, um, but you were cake. Yeah, you oh, did. Yeah, you were there, yeah. Yeah, shh. You we were, were there. We, we <laughs> wasn't allowed round. <laughs> shh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> shh. I mean, like, I'm living by myself, so it's perfectly acceptable for me to come into your you're social in, bubble. You're in Paul's support bubble, aren't you? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. I need all the support I can get. <laughs> No, but I had a blast. Went round to your house and um, we watched this on the projector. Sucked you off. Yeah. Good job. Well yeah. done. It wasn't a good job. I just told him it was. I didn't even finish. I'm sorry. What was that like in the back of my throat then? If that oh, wasn't I, a good job, I occasionally I carry. Uh, I had in my pocket. I just so happened to have a little squeegee tube of uh, antibacterial gel. <laughs> God damn it! I know. I had to clean his throat that night. A bit of sleight of hand. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I had the vaccine. I was going to say I had the vaccination a few days later, like literally um, after turning 40. I had um, the government turn around and send me a letter or email or something saying, oh, you're 40. Yeah, come and get the vaccination. A letter or an email. I can't remember how it arrived. Like uh, it might have been a text. I, I don't text, remember. Probably. I got text. Um, which made me fucking ill the next day. Yeah, so that does. I think it's about half the people. Well, you say that, like, we've got four people here, of which only me seem to get ill. So that's literally one fourth. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> if you want to take some sort of, like, 
clever ratio into consideration. Um, <laughs> man, or even, or even a quarter. That's what I just. That's what I said. <laughs> one fourth. One fourth. <laughs> Don't get smart at me. <laughs> I even teach the kids that it's a quarter. <laughs> <laughs> Chris? Um, as usual, work. But I actually got I got summoned into the office for the first time in over a year. That was weird. Um, Did you go for one fourth of a day? Yeah, it, it was actually about, yeah. <laughs> like maybe two fourths. <laughs> What's two fourths then? <laughs> I know before you say anything... <laughs> Yeah, so it was a bit odd, um, clearing our desks out and stuff. So be home working pretty much. Wow, that was on. quite the view, Dan. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, aside from that, you know, not a lot. Um, planned, planned a few. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> That's quite interesting doing what you've been up to with a, with a point blank view of Dan's crutch. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind if if it was on actually on a on the Zoom call. You'd just be glad I got pants on this time. Like most yeah. time, I'm on a meeting and I'm not wearing anything. So, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that not a lot, not a lot. Same old with me. So, oh. yeah, uh, built a workbench, booked a load of shit as soon as I possibly could, and getting excited about going back to the gym in two weeks. Oh, it's been so good to get back to the gym. Yeah, I've really missed strangling people. <laughs> oh, just, it yeah. looks like I'm, uh, I'm returning to Muay Thai as well, which is exciting. Muay Thai, Muay Thai, Muay Punching Thai. things, punching things, doing elbows, punching things. Head butt in fish. <laughs> Head butt in fish? I don't know. First thing that comes to my mind. <laughs> I must have missed that bit the first time around. Oh, no, you didn't go far, far enough into the... Uh, Sanded River during salmon season. and <laughs> all the fish. Yeah, that's the uh, secret death technique that oh. they teach you later on. You have to be training for 10 years to learn that one. That's fair. That's fair. So are you seriously getting back into my toilet? Yeah, yeah. So... Uh... Um, unfortunately, not the guy that I used to I used to train with um, that 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 um, that Paul knows because uh, I can't afford it, unfortunately. Yeah. But uh, the other guy I used to train with, who I sort of we 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 sort of broke contact a couple of years ago. Um, randomly during lockdown, I sent him a message being like, "Hey, I'd quite like to be friends again if that's cool." Hey. And he was like, "Yeah, that that'd be cool. Let's go to the pub." So uh, just before third lockdown or whatever we went to the pub and sort of made friends again and i randomly met and said like oh remember when we used to do more that was funny he said well i have been looking you know for a way to get fit again so maybe we can do some pad smacking so i'm going to be off and doing that in a couple of weeks and getting back into doing that which i'm very excited about yeah boy <laughs> but aside from that i, I watched a film um, um, Blair, I think we all the Blair Witch Project, wasn't it? Mary uh, I, I did watch the Blair Witch Project, um, and uh, because I hadn't, and so I was given homework by Paul. Um, so I watched, straight. I watched that. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. I watched that, and then uh, I watched what the rest of you watched, which was Blair Witch or Book Blair Witch Three. Because it's also Blair <laughs> <laughs> Book Shadows. Book yeah. <laughs> Shadows. So yeah, so we watched uh, 2016 Blair Witch by Adam Wingard. Your uh, choice, Paul. But uh, yeah, yeah. Budget was uh, five million dollars, which is fuck all. That's and nothing. It doubled it in its first night. 
But I heard that they kept it super, super secret. Mate, not only did they keep it a dead secret, everyone knew that Adam Wingard was making a horror film, but it was called The Woods. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. And he, so, even the guys that were auditioning didn't know what they were auditioning for. Like, they wow. were just told to read lines. Yeah. So you literally didn't know this was a Blair Witch film until it literally came out. Oh, wow. And it was called Blair Witch, and everyone was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I think, wasn't it premiered at a, uh, a Comic-Con, like, shortly just before, though? I think so, yeah. Yeah. I don't know which one, though. No, it'd be, and like, San Diego or whatever, like, like one of the big ones. Yeah, and then a couple of years later, the, the game came out, didn't it? Which game? is apparently... There's a game, yeah, that's apparently canon. There's a game? There's, well, there's two games, actually. Um, really? Yeah, yeah. Um Holy shit. Yeah, and, um, yeah, it, uh, I, I don't know anything about them because I found out about them about four hours ago and didn't have the time to sit for a complete playthrough of any of them. Uh, but yeah, there are games and apparently they, they, they've got something to do with, uh, with the, with the story. Oh, so I'll, I'll report back next time yeah. uh, uh, <laughs> when everyone's forgotten about the fact we were talking about Blair Witch. Um, so yeah, this was fun, wasn't it? It was a fun film. Yeah. It's one word for it. Well, when I, they I, say, when you say about the story, I like, I'm getting the impression from what I'm reading and stuff that it's very much down to interpretation. Um, the first yeah. film was released. Obviously, the second one came out, but Adam Wingard released this because he felt it didn't meet the criteria um, that the sequel should have done. Um, Nobody did. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and put in loads of things that he felt would have uh, made a better sequel, and I think he he actually succeeded, in my opinion. Yeah, he, he really succeeded. Yeah. So... I think I think the first one is fascinating for the fact that the viral marketing campaign was was, was incredible, genius. absolutely incredible genius. to release a documentary about a film that hasn't come out and play it off yeah. as a real thing. Well, you, and the website, like that, was amazing. You've also got to take into consideration that like half the people that saw Blair Witch thought it was real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I've had arguments with people. <laughs> Uh, there's this guy um, me and Dan used to know called Sean. Right. Sean? Yep. Melville Court Sean? Yep. He swore black and white that that was real and it was a documentary <laughs> and he would not have it any other way. Yeah, but let's face it, he wasn't the sharpest tool in the, the box, was he? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is the thing. I think the process behind it, how it was fucking filmed is fucking fascinating yeah. as well. Gorilla like it was, style. Like it was an adventure weekend of like, it, we're it was make basically gonzo filmmaking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I've got a really interesting fact about that. Um, so, you know, the scene where Heather goes, what the fuck is that? And goes running for two minutes and <laughs> yeah. you don't see anything. You just see the ground. Genius. Well, so they had a guy who um, they paid to get dressed in all white uh, like long johns <laughs> and prowl and prowl around and follow them from a distance of about 100 meters for about three hours as it was getting dark and and they were just waiting for her to react and they thought what she's going to do is she'll have the camera up and she'll go oh what is that and you'll see this pale white figure in the background and you know oh it's terrifying she didn't do that <laughs> she just ran 
And then apparently that guy fell in a puddle because he, he was startled by her. And then this guy, who's been paid to be in this film, had to walk around the woods for three hours in long johns in the freezing cold and then fell in a puddle and had to walk home like fucking completely wet. And obviously couldn't go, all right, cut. Yeah, sorry, that was me. I'm going to fuck off now. So just like the, the producer and the director had to be like, yeah, uh, home's just that way, mate. So uh, thank you very much. Uh, you'll get paid. Uh, obviously, you won't be in the film, though. See you later. And uh, yeah. Which is fascinating. Uh, I, I, lo- I love the whole uh, the whole idea of you're going to get your directions with your food packages, which yeah. got smaller and smaller. They didn't know at all what was going to happen from day. Anyway, we hang on. We're talking about Blair Witch. <laughs> no, I know, I know. But I, I, I think it's important to get to get you know the uh, the context of, of what happened with Blair Witch one out of the way, so then we can really kind of knuckle into this this film because I think the law behind it and the and the and the method. Of, of how it was filmed is fucking fascinating, but the overall product left me really kind of cold. I was going to say, I, I get the impression that Adam Wingard actually um, adopted lots of similar approaches in his. Mm. I know, for example, the um, the hotel scene, um, I think they shot about two, three hours worth of footage, literally yeah. just for a minute's worth of content. Yeah. Um, so I, I get the impression that there was a lot of that, um, let's just film everything and then yeah. we'll, we'll take what we need out of it. <laughs> There's another thing about filming everything, right? If you are filming a documentary, you sign a release at the start of that documentary that says everything's going to get fucking filmed. Everything. You waive your rights to privacy. Everything's getting fucking filmed. If you're pissing, we're filming it. Yeah, yeah. Everything gets fucking filmed. So (laughs) I've seen two movies. They've been both Blair Witch movies. That have fucking every, every single time there's moments where like get a fucking camera out of the way. No, 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 they're not going to get the camera out of the way. Yeah, that's I mean, the fucking point. In the, the context, in the context of the film, they're being hunted by an unseen supernatural force. Yeah. Um, they're you know they're probably not going to go. Oh my god, I'm so scared and shit. Oh, hang on, I signed a release. Yeah, you can still film me, but I'm yeah, terrified. I, I was going to say, I, I, if someone had a camera yeah. shoved in my face, I'd be getting pissed off. Waivers and all sorts of shit go right out the window when Don't you're stuck fuck. in a time loop in a forest. Right, okay. We do not need to get caught in a time loop under the guise of a documentary because I'm absolutely the let's film it for prosperity guy and you are going to be the guys trying to punch me while that's happening so let's not do that right that's a group decision let's not all go wandering in the woods so i think the the whole vehicle of heather's brother uh i don't think was particularly necessary nah did anyone else nope. nah like that was just a bit of a weird I, th- I don't know if that was just maybe so they had one person that was super determined. I was going to say that the only reason um, I, I could see was uh, to have him walk into the house Yeah, at the end. But, I mean, they could have just done that because it was raining. Yeah, mm. but, uh, well, because they, they were shit scared. I'm, I'm not being funny. I don't think I would have gone in that house. Um, but he was so convinced he saw his sister in the window um, that he went running in, which drove him in. I, yeah. I don't know. I guess under the context of... Uh, the film itself, yeah, I suppose. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't be going in that fucking house, especially oh, if I'd seen a torchlight that I didn't recognise or for anybody that was with me. I'm yeah. Like, well, that, she that ended point, up there were quite a house few to get away from the... Sorry, mate. Sorry. No, okay. um, at that point, she went into the house to try and avoid the fucking long yellow thing, right? Yeah. 
Well, ah, yeah, yeah. there's debates over that. Um, again, I read, so the, the long yellow thing, apparently, according to the director's commentary, isn't actually the Blair Witch. It's a victim. Thank it's a victim. for that. Yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah. Yep, apparently. From what, from what I'd read on, on snippets from the website, there's, I thought, what what's her name? Bloody begins with an E. The one that the kids accuse of witchcraft, when she was hung, she was hung from a high tree and they attached weights to her mm. limbs. And then later on in the, I think it's in the 40s with 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 um, the dude who kills the seven, he says that he Rustin was told- Rustin Parr. Yeah, Rustin Parr. He says that he was told what to do by a woman with, with really long arms. The idea is that you're never supposed to be able to see the Blair Witch. Which is good. Yeah. Did you see the toys? There, there was all sorts of there's like, a there's a Easter company there. there's a company that the company that brought out toys to coincide with the with the 2016 film, and they are the most generic looking bullshit horror toys that you've ever seen in your life. They're like, yeah, oh, it's the Blair Witch, and it's like it's like some tree woman with a scythe and some rags on, and you're like. Yes, because what a witch needs, an all-powerful, <laughs> time-bending witch, needs a scythe, obviously, and to look like an angry ent or group. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that sounds like shit. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. But everything needs a fucking toy tie-in. Yeah, that's her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at that. That's supposed to be the Blair Witch. Is that Todd McFarlane toys as well? It looks like it, because with the frame. It does look like it is McFarlane yeah. as well. yeah. Fucking I didn't know it was McFarlane. Tom McFarlane is a brilliant artist. He is. He is, yeah. but not a great toy maker, I don't mm, feel. Some of those toys are fucking terrible. Yeah. Some of them are amazing, but some of them, not that good. And he also gave work to Ly Rob Liefeld, and Rob Liefeld is a fucking blight on humanity <laughs> as, a, as a fucking comic book artist. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, Absolutely yeah. no idea he's how he... so opinionated. He's also shite. Yeah, he's, he's fucking or mate. Well, I'm not gonna talk about it. Notoriously <laughs> bad. Yeah, 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 yeah. But people love him. I'm like, what is wrong with you? Todd McFarlane, I, I don't know if you can sit uh, no, it's Todd McFarlane's Blair Witch, 9134 plus <gasps> nine pounds. Bloody 99. hell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can keep that. Well. There's another one, there's another Blair Witch toy as well, which is like it looks like that, but slightly different. It's more like moldy. And yeah, it's yeah. All well, all shite. Apparently, the only, like again, I, I read, um, and I assume it was from the director's commentary. The only time you've ever seen the Blair Witch was that quick flash where she saw looking down in the woods and just saw that shape and that figure before she went running in the house. Every instance after that is either a victim or camera trickery or whatever the case may be. So, yeah, nobody actually knows what the Blair Witch looks like. Good. Yeah. Good. That needs like to stay that, that way. And also, I, I love that the the ending of this is um, is ambiguous ambigu as um, uh, fuck me as ambiguous as the first one, but yeah. just does it better as ambi as ambiguous, but way more affecting for me. Like um, what's physically affecting James? Is it? Um, yeah. James, James are you talking about James doing that when they stand in the corner and he's like, "I'm really sorry." And oh yeah, doing yeah. like mimicking Heather's apology. Yeah. yeah, but then he says it at the end, and they're like, "Is it the witch mimicking his voice? Is it him being controlled by the witch? Is it something fucking completely different? Is it him from? Is there a time loop and he's in the corner going, "I'm really sorry again" because she's caught in it? Like, ah, oh, there's just so many. Oh, well, that's, I love it. That, that's love just it, the way it, it always ends. I think that's how everyone gets it because even yeah. that even happens in book of shadows 
Yeah, and like I say, even in this film, there are there are communications on the walkie-talkies from people that you presume are dead. Like yeah. uh, Peter uh, communicates with Jason at one point, doesn't he? They go hunting for him. They think he's still alive because he answers the walkie-talkie, but he's not. I'm going down the route that is the witch able to trick people into yeah. turning around. To, so, yeah, because it, that's how you're supposed to protect yourself from her. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and she she tends to repeat something that's always, um, already been said or done or whatever. Um, it's not like she actually uses new content or or anything. So, yeah, I think she's just able to to replicate something to trick you to turn around and go, oh, it's Heather. Oh, crap, I'm dead. Yeah. Or I'm a big, long, spinely thing running down the place. <laughs> so let's talk about the characters a little bit in this film. So you've got the um, Heather's brother. I'm terrible with fucking names. I'm That's Jason. That's James. 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 James, sorry, yeah. yeah. So is Chris, apparently. Terrible with names. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it would appear. So <laughs> you, 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 worse, I've got them written down. And I still <laughs> you got Just him. For reference, you've got James, you've got Lisa, who's the dark-haired girl. Right. Yeah. You've got Ashley, who's the uh, the black um girl that hurts her foot yeah yeah yep. you got peter who's the black guy yeah you got lane who's the the weird creepy guy yeah uh, Shut up, dude and then you've yeah. got talia. exactly and then you got talia yeah and they're yeah. they're the only characters uh you got heather donahue but apparently um she's not she's unaccredited um according to imdb she's actually so in the film well, allegedly, I assume she's part of the old that archive footage that gets yeah, revealed of course. Footage. yeah yeah yeah, so, so yeah. You've, got, you've got your team there and they've got the usual uh, silly ways of keeping a camera on all the time. In this case, it's ear cameras. <laughs> um, I'm sorry, they're Bluetooth headsets. With cameras on. Uh, allegedly. Like, I, I've watched it multiple times and apparently these tiny little cameras have the ability to do depth of field, which you need yeah. at least a long <laughs> lens on. Um, and they put the the digital um, SLR camera that um, Lisa's carrying around to shame almost. Yeah, like, yeah. no yeah. chance. I'm sorry. <laughs> it is it is both great and stupid as fuck yeah. all at the same time. My my tech brain broke at that point. I'm like, there is no fucking way that that is an ear cam. You can't get that quality out of that. Yeah, I'm willing. I'm willing to uh, overlook a lot of things. But and again, I, I, she's I, like. She, she's like, oh, I need to replace the SD card. Well, the amount of footage and the quality of film, like you'd be replacing the SD card every five minutes because yeah. you're literally recording gigs at, um, at a time. Yeah. I'm sorry, nerd over, done, I'm out. <laughs> but they're all pointing in different directions as well. Some of them pointing yeah. up in the air, some of them pointing down. Yeah. It's a really strange way of doing it, I think. But again, it sort of, it covers the fact that in a lot of fan footage movies, why are they filming? And how are you getting points of view from people and things yeah, like that? Exactly. It, it actually does but tick I, that box. I find that really easy to overlook personally. I don't, I don't I, think of it in terms like that. I mean, I got over it after the first five minutes. Yeah. I, I knew it was a Bluetooth headset, <laughs> but you're right. Like it's the only way you could do it unless everybody's going to walk around with a fucking camera in their hands, which then just takes away from the film and, and that side of things. So Adam Wingard, I mean, you could have done better with the quality of your so-called cameras and make them look a bit more like cameras, but I'll let you off. You're all right. Yeah. It might've been a bit annoying anyway, looking at like that. Cause also they're definitely really still a lot of the time, whereas people tend to move their heads a lot while they're talking and while they're doing other things. So the camera would just be permanently going like that. Well, <laughs> <laughs> 
It's true. It is true. But at, the so, same, at the same time, I was going to say, they didn't, uh, when they were filming this, they didn't have a clear understanding of what they were filming. So, again, it just, it has to go down to the fact that um, they were just told these are cameras and yeah. crack on. Yeah. So these these Bluetooth headsets are your cameras. Don't ask me any questions. <laughs> exactly. Put them in your ear and go off into the woods. But I love the fact that they've got a drone. Well, they don't use the drone properly, but they've got one. I mean, it goes up once to show off the drone, a second time for no apparent reason, the third time it crashes. Yeah, yeah, but it, yeah. Uh, it only goes about 100 feet both times. It's like drones can fly fucking hundreds and hundreds of it, feet. It really depends. <laughs> Not just that, the tiny little camera that was on that drone, again, wasn't the same quality that the, the, the footage was presenting. I did happen to read the, um, the, the drone crash footage that they tried to get. Um, they recorded multiple times of having the drone come down via the pilot. Um, didn't look convinced enough. The one time it looked like it could have been convincing, it wasn't actually recording. Um, so it turned out Adam Wingard had a GoPro in his hand and he just ran through yeah. the forest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he literally just because, halted it. Yeah, because they tried it as well using a... Um, yeah, a GoPro. I think they used it on a catapult. They fired a GoPro with a catapult and lost That's right. It. it just got lost in the woods. Oh, I fucking love Adam yeah. Wingard. <laughs> just somewhere out there in the woods of Maryland, there's a GoPro with a bunch of footage <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love that idea. But at the same time, uh, again, I know the drone that they use, like when it goes up, there's no way that tiny little thing that they're using um, is able to shift all the dirt around and blow the tents around like it does. Like they've oh, got no, a- going to blow the tents around, but they don't kick off some air. Have you ever been next to one where it's took off? Yeah. Mate, they kick off some fucking air. But it's not weird. enough of the tents. Like no, the one no, that no. Adam was using to film with was a proper, proper big job. Yeah, it was a biggie. Um, and full control over the camera and things like that. But again, that's just my like uh, OCD or tech nerd um, kicking in. You can just look, you can overlook it. Like it's not they play such a role. Well, I can go, overlook it. You can't overlook it. I can't. <laughs> but again, I appreciate the fact they even used a drone and just kept up with the times. Yeah, yeah. They get they get they go into the woods and they've met up with that fucking creepy couple of weirdos. Well, yeah, again, they haven't gone to the woods, have they? They Like, apparently they've met online and he goes to their house. Um, yeah, and he's, the, he's the guy that posts that video you see in the opening credits. And interestingly enough, um, obviously he then asks to, to come and stay with them. Um, and yeah. Pete's reaction is probably the same as mine. Like, um, hells to the fuck no. Yeah. I'm not staying in the woods with a complete stranger. Although I did find on that, I haven't... <laughs> I think uh, Talia, is it? I think she was the only character in the film that didn't utterly nauseate me. (laughs) Is it because she's the most attractive one? Yes. That that might have something to do with it. The fact she looks a little bit goth, a little bit grunty. Especially Pete. Oh, God. Not to skip to the end or to the middle bit, but her death scene is the one that gets me every fucking time. Yeah, I love it. We'll come to that when we get there, but that's the one. And that's what stands out in this film for me the most, is that particular scene. I really hated Lane at the beginning, like halfway, through, like for the first like half of the film, I was like beginning, fuck. middle, and, end. Well, yeah, with with Lane, I felt like it was a real uh, because obviously you know you're meant to think he's this fucking weird internet dwelling fucking dweeb, and he's doing de- you know deliberately creating the stick figures to try and get everyone you know spooked for. I I faked it because it's real is a fucking stupid line. Um, but I, uh, 
I liked what happened to him at the end. It sort of makes him a more redeemed, like, because how long has he been controlled by the Blair Witch? Was it at, right at the start? Because obviously the video, the video is like a cyclical thing, isn't it? He posts the video that because because he found because he found it, but it's actually the footage from the from the camera he uses that you see that happen at the end of the film, which uh, which I thought was cool. So how long has the witch had her fucking claws in him, so to speak? How long has she been controlling him, sort of from the from the from the shadows? I thought that was cool as well because it was this, yeah, like when you saw the same scene, you was like, hold on, they just watched themselves. So was it themselves that drew him into the? the... Mm. I again, Adam Adam Wingard's very good at ambiguity. Um, yeah. in that respect. So, and like they're, uh, they're obviously they're always constantly um, suspicious of him. And then when he talks about his TV camera, and he's like, "Oh, it works better at night." Blah blah blah. He uses a lot of tape, and they're like, "Oh, what like this kind of tape that you found?" And it's like, "Well, kind of." <laughs> so I, I, again, apparently that the camera that he uses is the same one that Adam Wingard and Stephen Bennett used to film one of their Diamond Barrett. Would you call me? <laughs> Stephen Bennett is not a person involved with this film. See the guy that does the vagina monologues. No, that's be. Alan Bennett. That's Alan Bennett. <laughs> oh, don't yeah, make. Well, well done. <laughs> They're not even called the vagina monologues. They're called Talking Heads. I'm a massive bellend. I've just got everything very confused. It's fine. Um, what, what was his name? Stephen Barrett. Simon Barrett. Simon Barrett. <laughs> he, he's Adam Wingard's writing partner. They make everything together. Oh, okay, cool. Well, oh. he's he's also good. He gets the uh, after horror seal of approval. Yeah. I mean, it was going to be poignant, my point, until I fucked up the name, and now it just <laughs> <laughs> it literally fell flat on its face. Okay, I'm fine. Yeah. But, I mean, better we all know who's being talked about, eh? Not Stephen Bennett. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's Gordon's brother. Yeah. Barry Nesbitt. <laughs> right. Anyway, what were you saying, mate? I, I just said that the DV cam that um, Lane was using was the same as Simon Bennett's and Anna Wingard's uh, camera that they used for a film. I can't remember which one, but oh, it's okay. the actual camera that was used. Oh, that's cool. That's like a Sam Raimi car cameo sort of thing. Yeah, exactly. Mm. <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> Go on, well, Chris. Yeah, so the, 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 the movie opens up with uh, what you think is at the time is... Uh, is uh, footage just actually going on, but it turns out to be a YouTube video, uh, which uh, is posted by Lane under his, I can't remember his name on uh, his online name. It was something 666, wasn't it? Or something like that. Yeah. Um, uh, and then you, the camera pans out and you meet James, who's uh, Heather's brother. And then you meet the rest of this gang of his, who we've just uh, spoken about. So apparently it was going to be a Polaroid that um, James was looking at to start the film off, but Adam Wingard or um, Simon decided that actually a, a YouTube video would set the atmosphere better, um, which I, I think I agree with, and it's with the times. Um, and it's yeah, a better it way keep, to... It keeps it modern. But also you're likely to come across that footage because it's been posted to YouTube rather than someone sent, like they've hunted your address down and sent you a Polaroid. Exactly. I mean, I'd be a bit freaked out by that. Whereas Which I... brings, that brings a whole new dynamic into it anyway. Like what the fuck does the Blair Witch write letters? <laughs> She's on the dark web. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Doxing people. That's the true horror. So yeah, that, that makes sense to me. Um, and I think it was a good shout on whoever, Stephen, Simon, John's, Fred's behalf. <laughs> yeah so then you have the, the yeah the, the sort of their their 18 bit with all their kit and stuff setting it all up 
Um, oh, where he fucks the tent up. <laughs> no, it's like, that's... oh, this is a bit you bend. It's like, clearly not. It's clearly not a bit you bend. That's way after. They're, they're literally, yeah they're, running, right, yeah. yeah, they're running the drone up um, and testing the mics over. Yeah, yeah. One, two. And, and then they all go off to a, to a club um, where Pete, st- <laughs> Pete starts being a dickhead and just continues it all the way through the film. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it just gets more of a dickhead the more it goes on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then they have the, uh, the motel scene. They drive to the motel, and this is the scene we were saying that there were two hours worth of footage for what actually turned out to be about a minute. Basically, a couple of guys jumping on a bed, and that was it. <laughs> they were actually <laughs> drinking. Some... Sorry, yeah, I, I believe they were. Yeah, yeah. There was some heroic they were in jumps the, on that in bed. The first film. Well, they were drinking in the first film. Yeah, yeah, they really were hammered. Oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then the next morning they, they, they drive into Burkittsville. Um, I read something about this. Burkittsville actually uh, had started to uh, remove a lot of their signs to the yeah. actual village because people kept nicking them after the first film. <laughs> Every time I put one up, it disappeared. God damn it. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm Instagram friends with a guy that lives in Burkittsville. So how many how many of the street signs has he got? Uh, probably at least one. But he makes Burkittsville T-shirts with the uh, town sign on it. Really? Yeah. I haven't got one. Uh, how how much would... are they? I need to know immediately. Yeah, he's... Uh, oh, what's his name? Burkittsville 666. Punch Buggy Blues. Of course. Punch Buggy Blues. I'm looking him up right now. He's going to get a sudden influx from all our listeners. Like yeah. Four, four whole new orders. He's, he's a good person to follow. Up. He buys what? a lot of our Last Exit t-shirts and stuff. <laughs> he said that. He said that like a gangster. Four new orders. Four <laughs> new orders. <laughs> Coming over here. Getting, getting your fucking orders. <laughs> oh, he hasn't got a link to his shop. Michael, you need a link to your shop, mate. Uh, yeah, I'll take Come that. on, buddy. Oh, this is fucking legendary podcast in this. <laughs> <laughs> Best episode ever. Oh, thank you. No one's doing anything. It was sat in silence. <laughs> so pizza dickhead at the club. They go to the motel. Yeah, I, I was going to say, there were some epic, epic bed jumps during that motel scene. And I'm like, how many of them? Because they got like three really good bed jumps. Like how many times were like, and jump on the bed again? And jump on the bed again. And <laughs> you wouldn't have to tell again. me twice. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you look like a bed jumping type. <laughs> of all the hotels I've stayed in, I've never jumped on a bed. What? You, no. you never done no. the... Oh, swan... Do- oh, mate, it's the you best. You've never done front flips on a bed in a <laughs> hotel. I'm no. a big boy. I've never done a front flip. Not <laughs> since I was a, a wee child. Um, but I do do the fall backwards on the bed. Harry always shouts at me, yeah, you'll break the bed. I'm like, it's not my bed. I don't fucking care. Yeah, it's very passive aggressive on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she, what she's really saying is, can you please lose some weight, you fat <laughs> And that's fair. That's, that's fair, you know. I need to hear that sometimes. <laughs> Excellent. So, oh. where are we on the chrono? So, uh, we then go, they go and meet uh, Lane and Talia at their little place um, I know, I know, I know, I tried to make a thing of the confederate flag up on the wall and pete looking at it and shaking his head and then just didn't reference it again yeah it never yeah. comes up again yeah, it's yeah. A really weird scene Sorry. yeah that's just really odd uh and then we have the conversation around um can you show us where you found the tape and they want to go out there with them and then we have the convoy to the woods and what the fuck music is lane playing in his car oh, it's horrible but i do like his car <laughs> 
Nah. It's like an old 1980s hearse. It's I was going to say, brilliant. it looks yeah. like a hearse. It is, yeah. yeah. My like mate used to drive around in a hearse. It was great. He wasn't I, a funeral director or anything. I mean, I wouldn't actually do that, <laughs> but I like the idea of it. What, what do you mean? All you have to do is drive slowly and traffic moves out of the way for you. It's brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they won't overtake out of respect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even on the motorway. You just, just stick get, some flowers in the back with mum on them. Just get a coffin as well. You just stick a coffin in there. Just <laughs> yeah, this guy used to go camping in it. So he used to literally like sleep in the back of a hearse. Oh my God. How funny would it be to have a hearse with a coffin in the back? Obviously without the dead body. And you just... <laughs> You just drive it to the local cinema, just park it up outside the cinema while you go in. You imagine how many people would just be like, what the fuck is happening? That means you've got to dress in the top and tails all the time. You get, yeah. And every time you get out of your car, you've got to bow, and then you just nip to Costa. Have they got like a big pole as well? Uh, sometimes you've got the pole, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> in this case, the top hat and a black mask, it looks fucking creepy. Yeah, I think they should just go full Plague Doctor, to be honest. They more or less have a big nose. Yeah, was it? One, was it one of you guys who were talking about? Maybe, maybe it was Dan. I remember at the start of the pandemic, you were saying that like it was a really foggy morning, oh, and and you watched a you, oh, was yeah, that was, yeah, that was so creepy. And you watched a funeral, and everyone was wearing masks and stuff. I say watched a funeral. Funeral went past Paul. Paul wasn't watching. <laughs> I was in the bushes. The, the weirdest part was like the guy that walks out the front of the hearse. You know, the guy that walks really slowly. Yeah, yeah. The hearse, and he's got top hat. Yeah tails and fucking a big cane with a silver thing on the top yeah and a fucking black face mask it was the creepiest thing i've ever seen just emerging from the fog Yeesh. i was driving it's, it's a shame because i wish i could have whipped my phone out and took a picture <laughs> i didn't know what you was going to say you were going to whip out but uh, <laughs> i mean i'm glad it was your phone funeral possessions oh. are exciting <laughs> <laughs> um where are we uh oh yeah so they park up and uh in they go into the woods they start hiking um pete cracks up his dickheadness even more um by just openly taking the piss out of everything lane says and like basically just laughing in his face yeah it's weird as fuck yeah you're out there to help and then you're doing that so you're obviously out there to help your mate and you're just being a complete knob about it yeah Yeah. there's one one bit is they leave the car they're walking along it's almost like they look uh they they film the front it's like the yellow brick road i don't know if anyone else yeah i guess that as well i i didn't get the point in that i don't i I, it's not referenced in anything I've read or any reason. It's just um, no, random bricks in the middle of the wood. It might have just it might have just been because they're there and they thought, oh no, that'd be cool if they walk into the woods via this brick road. It might have been just yeah. I didn't know if anyone knew why that was there or if there was any poignant reason no, for it. No. But you're right, Pete's an absolute fucking dickhead. <laughs> Wait, I'm which not, one's Pete again? It's the black guy. The black yeah, guy. he is. Yeah, he's a downer. Yeah, yeah. Right. and you the, can't put a tent up. <laughs> and it, ah, this 2016, you could have bought one of them pop up tents by yeah, now. Exactly, job, job, sits in your backpack, you go poof, and off it goes. It's not difficult, like it's just a few poles through the, the slips in the tent that they're designed to go through. Wham, yeah. bam, you got a tent. Yeah, he, also, he doesn't seem overly concerned about his girlfriend who's clearly yeah. got an infected wound. Yeah, I know, right. Yeah, he's a knob. Dickhead. He is a dickhead. <laughs> yeah, that is quite gross as well, that whole foot bit. I mean, with what happens later as well. Mm, yeah. 
<laughs> also, just as a uh, just fun nerd fact, um, when they're going on about leeches, uh, the water was moving far too fast for their to Yeah, like, yeah. you're fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Most moving water, you're not going to find leeches. It, they they wait in stagnant pools of water. So yeah, you're fine. And that was Mike's um, Creature Corner. Um, <laughs> tune in next oh, week. I'm big real. <laughs> yeah, tune in next week for bees and how to... Um... You pluck the leech off and then eat it. Uh, but, oh, you got to boil it in your piss first. really brings oh, that flavour. Right, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That is right. <laughs> yeah. I fucking bear grills, man. Makes me feel inadequate in every possible way. Just like... I don't feel too inadequate. I mean, most of it's fake. Oh, yeah. all right. Well, well, you're in the middle of nowhere with uh, half a dozen cameramen and yeah. <laughs> probably a tent full of supplies. And- yeah, well, they, they don't even need that because after a day's filming, they fuck off back to the hotel. Oh, he was well busted recently, wasn't he? Well, not recently, like a year or two ago, yeah. Yeah, massively. It all came out, mate. He ain't doing none of that shit. He's staying in hotels. Isn't he? I don't blame him. I'm not down on the man for it. <laughs> I am. Don't claim to be yeah. something you're not. I mean, he still jumps out of airplanes, and I ain't going to do that. So why not? Because I'm not. <laughs> would you jump out of an airplane? Nope. Mm. I, I would like to think I would, but I probably wouldn't. I bought no, it. I did a bungee jump one time that firmly rooted in me that I'll never jump out of anything ever again. Fuck that, man. Yeah. Nah, I remember you. You nearly didn't do it, and you I said, "Dan, didn't do it." Dan, yeah. do you want to take my place? I was like, "Hell's to the air!" And he's like, "No, I'm doing it. I'm going to do yeah. it." <laughs> I, had a, I had a point. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I had regular dreams as a kid about falling out of stuff, and that's like how I would wake up from the dream. So, like, fuck no, I'm, I'm terrified yeah. of that. Weirdly, not afraid of heights though. Don't couldn't give a fuck I about am. heights, <laughs> but the idea of falling. <laughs> yeah, I mean, ideally, I think that's probably what the fear of heights is. Is for me anyway. Yeah. Well, it's um, it's known as invasive thoughts. As people get scared, oh, no. they go jump, jump. Yeah, I don't get jump. that. I never yeah. get that. Oh, okay. Well, look yeah, at you being mentally healthy. Hold <laughs> on. It's like when people say, "Oh, do you know when you're driving along in a country lane and another car's coming, you feel like, what would it be like if I just drove head on into them?" Yeah, I've never thought that in my life. I've not. Well done for being well. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a well-adjusted human being. Look at the big balls on Brad. <laughs> I did get massively pissed, pissed off though when you get forced into the bush and you you heal the branches oh, that yeah. scraping your paint that away. Really does wind me up. And they are tearing a, up. I had a face off with a minibus driver the other morning. Nicely done. <laughs> At the end of my road, uh, there's like a little chicane you can only get one car through. Oh yeah, yeah. Going my way, I had right away, and he started to pull in to let me go and then just pulled out in a road and just started driving towards me what the fuck i I was in a bad mood anyway i was just like well fuck you then so i just sat in the middle of the road and folded my arms (laughs) nice and he he was looking at me and he was going he was looking back and sort of shrugging his shoulders at me and i just went don't know what to tell you i've got all day i was off that day (laughs) (laughs) so i made the fucker reverse right back I doff my cap to you. Well yeah. done. I normally wouldn't do that. If he'd if he'd carried on driving, if he hadn't attempted to pull in first and then decided to drive at me, I probably would have just let him go, but he's a dickhead. Crimes Like These is a new UK-based true crime podcast discussing famous serial killers such as Edmund Kemper and cases you may not have heard about. You can find us on social media, Twitter at Crimes Like and Instagram at Crimes Like These. Feed your true crime obsession and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts to Crimes Like These for a fortnightly fix.
that yeah, killed that, didn't it? <laughs> well, it's a nice takeaway back in because we were just talking about a dickhead who couldn't put a tent up. That's true, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, like, who kicks a tent? <laughs> uh, especially when you, it's the only one you got. Yeah. That's the only thing standing between you and sleeping in the elements. Get, get over it. Yeah. Yeah, even if you can't put a tent up, you you could still use it as a tarp and make a very easy lean-to. Yeah. Like, if you're really that shit and no one's prepared to help you, <laughs> but kicking it... Yeah, which is, is just, the other thing. You're just like, yeah, like, they're all a bit, they're all a bit dickheads because they're seeing that he's struggling and just going, well, we've got ours up. So yeah, fuck um, you. Uh, it'd be super handy if someone had some twigs and some like rope or it like, would be super <laughs> handy. <laughs> Especially if you could somehow make an A-frame with a crossbow. Exactly. <laughs> You'd be like, well. <laughs> speaking of which <laughs> Yeah. Speaking so, of which <laughs> uh, speaking of Blair Witch. <laughs> I fucking love the stick hangers. Yeah. Why don't I you make, make some? I've got yeah. I've got one. It's hanging in my living room. Is it? Yeah. I don't think I've ever noticed it before. It was literally was hanging down, hanging above Dan's head the whole time we were watching this film. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then the irony is you dropped a skull on my face. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just cut all my nose up. It's like, cheers, oh. <laughs> Curse of the Blair Witch. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you get for sitting under the stick, man. Oh, also, um, we've got to mention that the uh, these these amazing autofocus ear cameras all have GPS. Yeah. So that's so much technology packed I mean, in a tiny little... Not autofocus. Like, they, they, it's impossible for them to come out of focus. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Phenomenal. Yeah, well done, everyone. Anyway. And the battery life on them, I, I don't even know how many actual days they were in that woods for. No, I, I don't know. But the other guys were in there for months. Didn't they say months or weeks they'd been in there? Yeah. Initially, when they discovered it, um, the or rediscovered um, the group, it was like seven days or something. Yeah. Um, and then, obviously, when uh, you see Lane later on, he's grown a full beard and everything. And it, I don't know, like whether his bum fluff grows as quick as mine, but that would have been months, <laughs> yeah. if not I, years. I, I absolutely love that whole time loop thing. Yeah. Absolutely love it. It feel it makes you feel so fucking helpless. Like. Yeah. It is hopeless. You're just trapped in this fucking time loop. It just disorientates you as well, because like they're supposed to wake up at 7 o'clock and it's still dark, and you're just like, yeah. what the fuck is going on? And then it just never gets light again, and yeah. you're like, what the fuck? The, the director has mentioned um, in a couple of videos, he basically said, if well, the minute you see a stick figure in the woods, you're never getting out again. Like yeah. that, is, uh, You are in her trap at that point. Um yeah. Yeah, and the from what from the very small amount I was able to see of the video games, um, there's a weird loop where one of the endings is that um, Ruskin Parr is the one that ends up killing Heather from the first film, and he's made Mike stand in the corner so as not to watch. What as a ghost? Uh, no, like in 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 because because time's all convoluted. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah. Because it all happens at that. Because that house allegedly burnt down, didn't it? But then they're back at it, and it's all like it's dilapidated, but it's still going. And then like nothing makes sense because she she goes through a tunnel underneath the oh, house. I fucking hate that bit. Why? Oh, it creeps me the fuck. Oh out. yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. Not yeah, even yeah. claustrophobic, but that makes me feel claustrophobic. Her getting stuck made yeah. me 
stop eating. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was having a snack. It makes and me feel so stressed there, out that. Yeah. The throwing of the camera, and I was like, you really feel like you're there. Yeah. And, I, and I was waiting for a wreck style, she's going to get pulled. So was I. And then well, she doesn't. Maybe to just fill up with water and have a slow drowning. Oh, oh, oh God. Yeah. That's yeah. why I would never go potholing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, I love the idea in, in like, theory, but absolutely not. Oh, no. I've seen too many disaster, not disaster, but, like, horrible videos on YouTube of people stuck in small gaps yeah. like that. Potholing. Yeah. yeah. No. The, the, the sound design in this film is fucking incredible, too. Yeah. Like... At the cinema, I saw this twice at the cinema. Right. Uh, in the same week, went once, and then wow. me and Dan went like three days later or something. Yeah. And oh my god, it was so loud in the cinema and so fucking. It was so invasive. Yeah. Like it's a very invasive film like that. It's really effective. I hadn't seen anything about the sound design, but maybe that's maybe that is definitely kind of a part part of it. Maybe that maybe they do use some high frequency and weird frequencies of sounds to make you feel on edge a lot of it's just it's just a constant loud sound like when it kicks off proper yeah and it's like all the loud sounds are going off all over the place and like this frantic running the the two things sort of combined are super effective in freaking me out yeah because there's like like, it's like the bit in um it follows in the swimming pool you know when the Mm -hmm. swimming pool fills with blood Mm. and the disaster piece scores going off and it just gets louder and louder and louder. There was a point in the cinema where I thought, if this don't stop soon, I'm going to have to get up and leave. Wow. Because it was so invasive. Yeah. But like in such an incredible way. That's what she said. (laughs) But this film, this film has that same thing for me where it's so fucking intense Apparently, Adam Wingard did the score, didn't he? Um, yeah, he does a lot of the music for a lot of his films. Yeah. No. Um, and he had to claim it was music so he could get accredited, otherwise it would just been considered... <laughs> Dirge. <laughs> exactly. Muzak. Yeah. What, I found, what I found about this film as well is that unlike... In Blair Witch original, I... Can I we... Kind of- you need to be clear, it's the Blair Witch Project. So okay, even if you drop the the, I'm fine. In, in, Blair Witch Project. Blair Witch Project. I, I, I like the, the beginning. It felt very kind of clerksy, slackersy, you're getting a slice of life kind of realness. But then as the minute they get to the woods, it felt really, really like it dragged on. I've got to be honest, that's the first time I've ever heard Blair Witch Project be compared to clerks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, my favourite—it's like that tweet about Boss Baby. It's like man who's only ever seen Boss Baby as a film. I'm seeing that this is a lot of Boss Baby in this film. <laughs> but, well, yeah, that's my point of reference. I've got a 37 tattoo. Um, so, uh, um, yeah, and 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 but then the minute they get to the woods, like it just felt like it dragged on. And maybe that's the point. Maybe you're supposed to feel like you're fucking stuck. Um, but with this film, it absolutely flew by for me. I couldn't believe it. It, it ended very quick. It's a it very quick like, film. It felt like forty minutes. Yeah, it's a very quick film. Um, yeah. So um, well, I don't know if that's a testament to uh, Wingard's direction and, and and style. But I would say so. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, there's no point where anything dragged for me. And they get only first viewing for me. So so if you guys feel different, then then no, I'll, not no. at all. I mean, I've seen it like 
I think four times now. Yeah, and it, it's just as good every time. I love yeah. it every time. I was really worried I wasn't going to like it uh, for, for about because I just watched Blair Witch and was like uh, Blair Witch Project. Sorry, Dan. Thank you. I was just like, no, okay, that was fine. But you know, I've I've aired my opinions about that to you guys and and at the start of the podcast anyway. So I was like, okay, we're going to get more of the same, but. I think with the Blair Witch Project, I think you might have had to be there at the time. Yeah. Because when it first came out, I remember seeing it at the cinema and it fucking blew me away. Like, nothing had ever been like that before. It was revolutionary. It was so original. Yeah. And I had a massive Blair Witch Project poster on my wall growing up as well. Do you know, they they approached the directors... um, Daniel Myrick and Eduardo Sanchez... Uh, yeah, a couple of a couple of years ago, and um, uh, I watched a, a, an interview with them at a panel, and someone was like, D- "You know, obviously you got your idea, you got the idea of found footage from the film Cannibal Holocaust," and uh-huh. the, the director was like, "No, we'd never heard of the film. Yeah, they'd never seen it." And they said, "Because if we had, we absolutely wouldn't have made Blair Witch because it's there's so many similarities between." Um, kind of a holocaust, and then the director was like, "But we didn't hurt any animals, so uh, yeah." <laughs> um, I've never seen Cannibal Holocaust. I don't think I ever will, purely because of all the animal death. Yeah, I don't want to see that. Yeah, it's not for me. Sad. Yeah, it doesn't sound like a nice time. No, definitely not. Um, but yeah, it's weird because this this film came out during like, you know, there was kind of a bit of a boom of found footage films in kind of the I'd say mid to late like 2000s because you uh, had diary yeah. of the dead and you had um like um Zom- zombie diary which was basically diary of the dead but um a uk version um and and paranormal activity obviously um and all that kind of stuff and it was kind of getting reviled it was kind of like yeah this is old hat like whatever the cheap thing to do is to make a found footage like people were slagging off cloverfield when it first came out yeah uh, as just another found footage film. It's like, you're an idiot. A lot, a lot of films, like, I mean, again, we've said this before on the podcast, but The Thing and Blade Runner were both massive flops when they mm. came out. Mm. Mm. Being probably, like, this podcast's number one found footage fan, um, yeah, it, it's hard to, hard to get anything past me. Like, Ironically, I can't think of any. Like, now I'm putting myself under pressure. I, I, I should be able to name a million. Because I've seen like a films. Yeah, and uh, yeah, my mind goes blank. What's that one that you you guys all watched that I I wasn't there for? The Australian, not Lake Mungo. The oh, dude uh, in, the, in the creep. Oh, no. creep. Creep's great film. Yeah. Is it the, 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 with the dude who lives in who lives in the attic? Oh, oh, um, hangman. 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 Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I watched that the other day. Or rewatched it. Yeah. Have you seen the Bay? Yes, no. that's really good. Yep, and that one that um, the dude from Police Academy—I can't believe I've got his name. He's got a really interesting Bobcat Goldthwait. Oh, um, the footage one about um, Yeti Willow Creek. Yeah, yeah, great film, which uh, I haven't seen. But like, they were all coming around out at around kind of the same kind of time. Actually, and weird we- you should say that because um, one of the directors of Blair Witch, Eduardo Sanchez, also made a Bigfoot found footage film called Exists. Oh. Oh, did he? Yeah, which is also really good. Nice. Okay. Um, for, so for this to this to come out at a time when it really wasn't popular for it to come out, and you know, blow the roof off the place, oh, it's great. Just a good, just a good, a good decision. It's just a testament to, you know, any 
anyone can make any kind of film if they're good at it. Yeah. You know, it's not about, it's not about the, it's not about the method of delivery. It's about, it's about what, you know, what that person does within, within that storytelling. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I know that Adam Wingard uh, apparently um, wanted to do this because of, um, he he felt that his um, snippet in VHS didn't do enough justice for what he wanted to achieve. um, Mm. And he knew he could bring this, or bring that to, to this and do everything that he wanted to do. Um, and I think he absolutely succeeded. Oh, yeah, he nailed it. I also know that um, a lot of the, the screams and everything were done uh, by them using air horns yeah. to get genuine reactions oh. out of the... So, oh, yeah. They, too. <laughs> they've set off air horns to make people jump and scream and, and whatever. So, But that that's... You know, one testament to the cast for putting themselves through it, but two, you know, trying to get the um, like the the genuine reactions out of people rather than staged. You can tell the difference when you're watching something. Oh, you definitely can. Yeah. Mm. Um, and that's why I think you find yourself um, getting almost engrossed or putting yourself in their shoes because you can see their reaction, thinking, "Yeah, I'll do exactly the same fucking thing." Um, mm. And I also think. Um, or I read that the, the original Blair Witch Project was based around being lost, um, but this one was um, aimed at being chased. Yeah. Um, and that was the, the, you know, the overall tone uh, that it was supposed to set. So, yeah. again, gives you that, that feeling that they're never alone. There's always something either watching or acting um, against them. Mm. Um, which you absolutely get. So again, when they're in the tent, you get all these weird howling noises, cracks, you know, trees falling over. Oh, I mean, I hate I, that. that creeps me the fuck. Out. <laughs> I would have been out there in a fucking heartbeat. Like, someone yeah. describes someone describes it to me as um, imagine that, like you know, when you get a bug on your hands and or or like a small creature and you walk it, so it tries to walk off your hand. You put your hand in front of it and you keep doing that. Do you, yeah. do you guys know what I'm talking about? Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't because I haven't been able to see you for about 40 minutes. Oh, really? Yeah. I've got so, all four of you. Yeah. Yeah, same. I, I haven't. So you I don't, don't, shit, mate. I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> Sorry, mate. Um, <laughs> like when, you, when you, when you, yeah. Ah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, it, it was described like that's what the forest is doing around them. Oh, yeah. So all, that, all that crackling is literally the sounds of the forest moving oh. around. And that's why they walk, you know, and in like in the first film, they walk for fucking miles, but they end up back at the same place. It's because literally like as soon as you're in, you're in. So the forest will move around you and be like, it will lead you back into where you're going. I really like the, I don't know whether it was a promo image for this film or whether it's just a promo image in general of the i don't know what you call it the the stick figure with the line the extra line the the blair witch symbol uh, yeah i think they just call it stick the stick man the stick man or something okay um but the, there's an image associated with with blair witch in general um of that over some trees so yeah, like right. natural pathways and i really like that idea of like all roads lead to the par house or the witch's house. Yeah. yeah. And there's no way you're getting out. Whatever what direction you go in, you're gonna you're gonna end up back in the back in the middle of that. Um yeah, I really like that as an idea. Can it's you imagine amazing that I haven't yet got a stick man tattoo. I'm gonna have to do that. <laughs> Can you nice. imagine walking for miles and miles in one direction just to end up in the same spot? 
Mate, I got I got lost in the woods for half an hour the other day, and I was genuinely a little bit like, oh fuck, <laughs> oh, no. And, and all, all that happened was I didn't take a turning, and I ended up about a mile down the road from where I was parked. And I was like, oh yeah, of course, of course. I actually joined up two bits of woodland that I hadn't previously joined up in my brain. And was like, oh, what a delightful surprise. But during that bit where I was just walking, I'm I, like, there was a little bit. It just it hits you like in your chest. You go, oh fuck. And I'm like, no, yeah. no, no. Come on, think about it. Just keep walking. Yeah, you're in England. Literally walk in a straight line. (laughs) Within an hour, you'll come across. I will get to an A road like (laughs) soon. But there was a little bit of like, fuck, I'm on my own. I didn't tell anyone I was going out. I left at like six o'clock in the morning just to go for an early walk. So loads of It's great. It's really nice. Um, But yeah, um, imagine that you've been walking for fucking hours and then you end up back at your fucking no food, no water. Just yeah. The, the the confusion. Um, mm. Yeah, I've just I've just watched the bit where she uh, pulls that that thing out of her leg. Like there's oh. multiple points, but again, um, like there's been speculation as to to what it is. Apparently, it's a yeah, root. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but again, um, what I, I appreciate about this is all of the um, the effects and everything was practical. The only CG that was included was just to remove objects or things out of scenes rather than add things or or enhance yeah. it. So. I, I mean, you would expect nothing else of Adam Wingard. Absolutely, like he's such a uh, a film guy. Like he's Tactile. not just a director. Yeah, he's a fan. Yeah, and you can tell. You can. Yeah, it's in everything he does. It's like you know, well, he, you know, he's a cast favorite. Obviously, mm. yes. See, I even like his version of Death Note, and not many people like that either. What was that, that one with thingy in it? That, that's helpful. Green Goblin. <laughs> yeah. uh, Green Goblin. Yeah. Oh, um, William Defoe. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Willem Defoe. Willem Defoe. Willem. Defoe. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. I also yeah. like the fact that um, I've just noticed because the credits going up that um, Daniel Myrick and Eduardo Sanchez are both producers on this film. All oh, right, cool. Okay, I like that. As, as much as that, either that meant you know they were heavily involved, or they just went, yeah, go on, <laughs> yeah, yeah, just give their permission. <laughs> yeah. Um, I love the scene where she goes to retrieve. I can't remember who. Um, Ashley, uh, where she finds <coughs> where she finds the drone, yeah. and the drone starts almost reacting like like an mm. animal, like it's alive. I thought that and was then- cool. Then the, you see in the drone footage and a hand comes down, grabs her and yanks her or pushes her or whatever the, the case may be. Oh, it's so <laughs> the, violent. The, yeah. the, the bit I've got to call out, and I, I was talking about it earlier, is the bit where they uh, they wake up um, and obviously the new stick men have been... Um, the, God, that's yeah. good. Like yeah. these big oh, ones oh. And, and whatever. And yeah. then um talia goes oh that's my hair that's my hair yeah she's fucking losing it she's freaking out ashley's starting to freak out as well because pete's gone missing and blah 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 she grabs the um the stick thing snaps it in half and at the same time you watch laney snap in half and drop to the floor i will never forget the first time i watched that yeah my breath the noise the noise of it yeah what a scene like it will stay with me forever Uh, it's just one of those scenes that that stood out for me yep I was really worried when we went to the cinema to see it that you wouldn't like it. Well, how could I not? Well, I don't know, because we have a history of not liking the same <laughs> Yes, <laughs> true. <laughs> Godzilla. Yeah, that's a classic one. 
let's not start a fight. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't like it. I don't know. But yeah, that that will always stand out as just one of those scenes. I I think it literally just took my breath away because of the how just quick it all happened. Yeah, like everyone was panicked. She grabbed the thing, snapped, and then like Talia is on the floor in half with blood coming out of her she, mouth. She's fucking mangled too, yeah. like properly mangled. Because apparently the first draft of this film was going to be super gory. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, then, but apparently it doesn't meet the the Blair Witch law or whatever. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Well, yeah. And then, we, well, I mean, half of half, I think that this is why Blair Witch, well, the first one worked as you know, arguably as well or as whatever as it did. But this one works really well. The whole law of the where of the Blair Witch is like you don't look. The horror happens behind you. You don't you don't watch what happens except, except in a book of shadows. Oh, okay, I haven't watched that. <laughs> it's worth um, but it's like, hey guys, I'm going to make a reference to the Watchmen. It's been a, a hot minute since I've brought up the Watchmen. A hot minute, yes. Holy shit! Yeah, long time, long time listeners, uh, <laughs> yeah. rejoicing. Right, chocolate now. hams of the OG variety. You're going to be jumping up and down. I can finally finish my bingo card. <laughs> um, it's like that scene when um, uh, Rorschach takes the uh, takes the kingpin into the into the toilets in the uh, in the thing. It's like taking out the trash in the in the in the in the prison, and you don't see what happens. You just hear the screams and see the blood, and you're like, "What has he done?" And then only Rorschach comes out and he's like, what are we doing? Just taking out the trash. You're like, yeah. oh, fuck. <laughs> Some, sometimes out. you don't, a good film doesn't need to show you everything. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I absolutely agree. Yeah. Absolutely. But at the same time, the, the, the one other bit in this film that gets me um, is the, uh, it's jumping way ahead, but I'm just going to call it out. Far ahead, like we're near, we're near the end anyway, aren't we? Uh, it's the bit where she's crawling through underground yeah. and gets stuck. Oh. Yeah, we we oh, we, yeah, we, we wandered off earlier. the toilet or something. Yeah, but yeah. that is fucking yeah. creepy as fuck. It's yeah. stuck. It's when she gets stuck because I just I don't know. I just felt it at oh. my side. I was like, oh no! It's that primal fear of not yeah. being able to see what's behind you. And <laughs> it's almost like a shark attack in a way. So yeah. again, where you don't know what's below you, you don't know what's behind you. I did some reading and apparently the first cameraman that was filming the scene freaked out and he had to leave um, and they had to get somebody else in because he couldn't cope with it anymore. Um, It was Adam Adam Wingard's ode to aliens from um, where Bishop's crawling through the tunnels. Oh, yeah. Did I read that they used someone, somebody had hold of her legs at one point to actually... uh, And that's what I was going to say. They built the tunnels so it was no wider than her shoulders. They measured her shoulders um, and made sure that it was no wider than her shoulders so it came across. And then at one point, yeah, when she's actually stuck, they've got somebody holding her ankles. There's only three people down there. Someone holding her ankles, her... And the cameraman filming it, um, oh, just to try and get yeah. genuine. Mate, I think I would have had an absolute panic attack. I would probably too, passed yeah. out. I had genuine relief when she got out of there because I was saying to these guys, like, I would. You know, these, like, that's Paul was saying about potential potential shark attack and things like that. I my over my overriding fear of that scene was a slow drown. Yeah, the water started to seep in. It's having like being pinned, being stuck, yeah. not being able to move my limbs, like. I, uh, it's making my heart go thinking about it. Like, I, 
I hate it. I hate it so much. Oh, yeah. Mate. Yeah, it's yeah. so fucking That's effective. someone's yeah. fetish as well, you dirty bastards. <laughs> fetish? Yeah, but people people go in like vacuum suits, won't they? Oh, when they've got, like, they've yeah. got just a tube to breathe in and then they're no. like in a thing for Everybody's, uh, days at a time. Everything's a fetish for somebody. <laughs> What's that? Didn't we watch a film? Didn't we watch a film where there was a dude... I swear we watched a film. There was a dude in a cage... Didn't didn't we watch? <laughs> I think Mike, you're letting slip. Fraudulent slip. No, 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 no. There wasn't porn. There were girls. <laughs> yeah. There were girls, and they and they were using. They were using. One of them had like this rich rich guy that she knows, that she she did work for, and he his his thing is being in a in a cage with a with a mask on, and then they absolutely rinse the house, and he accidentally ends up dying. What is that film? Uh, I mean, you and Harriet, like, whatever you do, it's <laughs> entirely up to you. Oh, no, when you, when you started that, I thought you were heading towards the gimp in Pulp Fiction. No, <laughs> not, oh, that's going to really bake my noodle. I'm going to send my girlfriend a voice note. Right. Talk about yourself. <laughs> we're I pretty much there now. I was going to say, I, I can't think of anything worse. Like, that, that would terrify me. There isn't... If, if I need to ever lose a hard on, that will be how I, I do it. Like, <laughs> yeah. Stick me in a confined space. I'm I'm nobody's. Or chuck me off a cliff. <laughs> yeah. Or put me anywhere near the edge of one. I'd That's rather it. be hanging off the edge of a cliff than be trapped oh, somewhere. God, no. no. Oh, no that makes you. me feel nervous in my hands. Does it's, that make sense? Yeah. That's how yeah. I feel when I watch that scene. I start, like, holding my breath and getting all, like, I just want to start moving because, yeah. like, oh, no. No, thank you. No. Yeah, no. I don't deal well with that at all. I'm not even claustrophobic, but that scene makes me feel claustrophobic. I hate it. I, I don't like the bishop scene in Aliens, to be fair, but I think that one plays quite nicely even more because you've got the noise going on behind. Yeah. Um, and I think her, because she's distressed, whereas Bishop, he's just like a robot. Well, he's a robot, but he's just yeah. <laughs> machining through the tunnel, whereas she actually gets stuck at one point. And, yeah, and also I, you know that those xenomorphs cannot fit in that tube. No, Exactly. And the facehuggers could, but they're of little danger to him. So I don't know about the, the insides, whether they could lay eggs in him. Nah, I don't think so. Otherwise, the uh, alien queen probably wouldn't have just split him in half at the end because it's just another body for loading, isn't it? Because she does all the others. But it depends what she's analysing and her reasons for laying the eggs. Maybe she just can't detect that actually it could be a suitable host because he's a android. Yeah, but either way, if she can't detect it, it's got no living tissue. Well, it's got some because it's like right. Exactly. Lads, turns human. out, turns out, it wasn't a film. It was uh, this the series Pose. Pose. Oh? No, Pose, um, which is about like ballroom and and drag queens and and stuff. It's a very good series. It's it's, it's really interesting. But yeah, one of them, uh, one of her, she's like a sex worker, and one of her clients really likes being basically ignored he pays to be ignored by by this by this woman um and they they're like they need to get away for a weekend and um yeah it all goes horribly wrong but i, I could have sworn it was a film but they're like really long episodes so i guess that's why i thought it was a film but yeah mm. i've now been told it was pose um which you can watch it's on netflix it's very good that's my recommendation <laughs> i guess <laughs> oh, we're on recommendations no <laughs> <laughs> but if i don't say it now i'll forget it and then it's just it's gone <laughs> <laughs>
um so are we close to the close to the end yeah i think so. yeah pretty much are yeah yeah the, the i love the almost um oh, here we go we'll, we'll, we'll have another one on the bingo card the kubrickian use of location uh because she goes through that tunnel that's under the house and then ends up going into the bot like the the the, the top of another house yeah like it feel, feels like the same principle as the forest moving mm, mm, yeah like everything everything sort that's, of that's a really good point be. i've not actually considered that but she crawls through a tunnel like which should take her outside she gets of the dropped house. in a base she gets dropped into like a sub basement yeah which yeah, should take her outside is. of the house and she ends up still in the house yeah, I, I didn't even put those two together. Yeah. So she's well, not only trapped in the woods, but she's trapped in the house in the woods now. Yeah, yeah. And do you remember they said um, they said that they burned the, the part the par house was burnt down, and they said yeah there were a bunch of tunnels, but they ended up going nowhere. It's like well, of course they wouldn't go anywhere because the forest never lets you out. Yeah. The other bit we we didn't call out I quite like is the fact that um, right at the beginning when they they're starting out the journey, they come across this lightning struck tree. Oh yeah. yeah. They're examining the roots, and they're like, "Oh, what caused that? Oh, lightning would have done it." Blah blah blah. And then, like, literally, the the tree is next to the house. So they, you, again, it's just an indication that they they've not really gone that far from where uh-huh. they started. No, they've lit, either gone around in circles, or as you said, the forest has taken around and around and ended up back in practically where they started. Yeah, um, only to reveal there's the house. It's it's just a great little mind fuck. Mm. I did also read that apparently um, when she comes across Lainey the first time in the basement, as the camera pans, if you do stop the scene, you can see Heather's camera on the floor. Oh, really? Oh, wow. Really? That's Interesting. Cool. I like that. Yeah. I did read as well that they used that repeatedly throughout the film, they put in single frames from the original film as well. I read oh, that. God, I didn't so know that. If you that. stop pause through the, through the film, they literally have one frame shots, stills from the original film Brilliant. all the way through it. It tended to be when they you were seeing static or when uh, the yeah. camera was playing up that they would embed the, the shot within that. Um, so, yeah, you can hunt it out and find, like, some of the original Blair Witch stuff in there. God damn, I love Adam Wingard. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's all right, isn't he? Uh, he? I think genius. he knows what he's doing. Fucking genius. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if, wonder if we could consider the guest horror enough to do it on this podcast. <laughs> After some of the stuff that you guys have recommended, it's not horror. <laughs> well, it does, it does kind of turn into a slasher at the end. I mean, like, I, I don't know if we really covered the, the horror genre entirely anymore. Like, we seem to branch out. <laughs> so, yeah, feel free. Go with the guests. I mean, back to the future if you want. <laughs> oh, that one might be a bit of a <laughs> The real horror is incest in that one. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so, yeah, so then we uh, get to... J- James um, and then and they're running through and you get you get a real uh, view of apparently not the Blair Witch but someone with long arms doing this yeah again on the director's commentary that's supposed to be a victim um, again yeah. just highlighting oh, okay. the fact that nobody's ever seen the Blair Witch and you yeah. know supposed to have done so um, maybe she put them through what she went through and that's that's why she's got the long arms. Exactly. Again, Adam Adam Wingard's very good at ambiguity and leaving it up to you to to kind of yeah. make up your own mind um, around things. I'm um, watching the bit where she's crawling through the tunnel now. Yeah, yeah. stresses me and out. Then they go up, and then what's that? What's all that light about? Yeah, it almost looks alien, doesn't it? 
Well, like, whenever I see bright lights in a horror movie, I'm always reminded of uh, that bit from the Bible where it's like, you know, Satan will appear as a beautiful man bathed in, bathed in, uh, bathed in glorious light. Um, and I always think maybe that's a biblical reference to, you know, because bright lights are supposed to be wonderful and beautiful and saving you and all the rest of it. And nine times out of ten in a horror film, it's absolutely the opposite. I just bright lights like that remind me of like X Files and stuff where they're yeah <laughs> just about to. Do you, think, do you think it was just someone dropping the Blair Witch off? She's actually an alien the whole time. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I don't think Adam Wingard would argue that. He'd say, yeah, right, that's he what you say, yeah, see that, darling. All right, <laughs> yeah. nice one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh what's that, me? Yeah, all right. Yeah. Yeah. Why's Cheers. your finger? Why's your finger glowing? Get off the fucking bike. Then he'd blow up. <laughs> he'd blow up with a, a great synth background. Absolutely. Provided for by me. Thank you. <laughs> cool. Well, for uh, me, that's a resounding get it watched. Oh, fuck me. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. We've already kind of spoken about the ending beforehand. Yeah. Um, also, what, just out of pure interest, do you all think it was the. Um, the Blair Witch being in control of, well, initially Lane, but then James, that's why he says, I'm sorry, and then she dies. Or do you think it's that he knows he's the only one that can live? Or, like, what's your what are your takes on the ending? My, mine would be, the way I'd like to think of it, is that he's just genuinely sorry that he got him into it. Yeah. 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 And that's because he knows he's, they're done for by this point. Mm. And he's just like, fuck, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. I th I'm, yeah, I think I'll, I'll go with that. I like to feel it's a bit it's a bit more sinister because of the way she's not looking and she's sort of fine and then she hears that voice and it's when she turns around, it's that like fucking Persephone in Hades moment. You've turned around and all hell's gonna break loose. Um and I think I think Wingard's a bit a bit clever. I don't know, I don't, unpopular opinion, guys. Scro scorching hot take that Adam Wingard's a bit clever <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and that maybe maybe, you know, she's mimicking his voice or, or so I fucking hate that. I hate, I don't know what it is in horror film. I fucking hate vocal mimicry, you know, in annihilation when, uh, that creature that's merged oh, with, yeah. uh, that was, she's screaming and then you can hear her voice and stuff. <laughs> don't, don't like it. Needs to stop. Needs to stop. That's the episode title. Adam Wingard's a bit clever. Uh, <laughs> but, um, I, I think to your point, Mike, that's the beauty of it. Uh, he leaves it open enough that mm. your opinion's just as valid as Paul's, as mine, as Chris's. Yeah. Like, that's that's a that's what makes a good film, in my opinion. Yeah. And I like that the... Because um, the Blair Witch Project and, and the lore and the whole idea behind it could have fallen into fucking obscurity right at the off because when they tested... Uh, the film, everyone was like, oh, the ending's too ambiguous. So they went and reshot a bunch of stuff. And then when audiences saw um, the reshoots with, with uh, some sort of proper ending that they've, they've to this day, haven't said what the actual, what the reshot ending was. Um, audiences fucking hated it. So they stuck to their guns and went, no, it's going to, it's going to be ambiguous. Good. This is how we want it to be. And it's spawned this, you know, fucking three, you know, people might think that this is, you know, Blair, which is a bit of a footnote in 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 terms of of horror, but like, no, I'd like I three, mean, I'd like three movies and two video games yeah. about something I've made. Everybody <laughs> loves the original Blair Witch Project. 
in the yeah. horror community it's massive it's cold like, it is it is literally a fucking it was a turning point in horror yeah yeah so get it watched yeah get it watched right now <laughs> now <laughs> right this second <laughs> whatever um, you're doing if you're at work go home and watch it and if you don't believe us then uh try and uh trying uh no i haven't got a segue sorry lads <laughs> thought about it thought about it couldn't do it sorry if you don't believe us then go down to your nearest forest then it makes you near as bad get out of the jungle exactly. go, go and find a jungle yes <laughs> um where other people have uh, decided to take root and give their opinion yeah the 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 the, the um no, <laughs> mate. Shit. Something, bitch. I was trying to rhyme something with bitch, like the dead, the the, the dead Witch. bitch, or the or the or the the, the unclear bit. I, I just, I just, I'm not. Sorry, lads. It's not. It's not. It's not happening today. I've I've, I've been too funny already. I've, I've spunked it all earlier this morning. I was brilliant this morning. I'm, it's just I'm a shame. Say, there wasn't this like early on in this podcast. It oh god! Oh god! Then. No! 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 <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. Uh, anyway, uh, theme tune. <gasps> <laughs> Waiting for Paul to join in. <laughs> <laughs> I was reading this stupid review. Moo. <laughs> oh, there's a there's a cow in the jungle. Uh, we've got a one line review here. It's just great. Some, someone who hasn't understood it from the word go. So David L. Rose. I would say take a bow, but probably just go somewhere and hide. It just put hopeless. Just a very poor remake of the original. <laughs> <laughs> that references the original. Uh, I mean, that times. was that, that was actually one of the main complaints people had about this film is that it was too similar to the original. Well, that's the that's the point. <laughs> which, uh, which, Dizzy uh, says okay. one star as bad as the first film. Why did you watch it then? <laughs> you thought the first film was awful. Why did you think? I'll tell you what. Three films on. I bet this is really picked up. <laughs> Twat. Okay. I got one from Bonnie. Go on. Um, this one completely contradicts itself. So the title of it is Over Rushed and Trying Too Hard to Be Original. The impact of the original Blair Witch was its simplicity and strong emotional focus. This sequel is packed with elements it doesn't need and barely uses and makes upgrades to the original story that break it beyond even the most willing suspension of disbelief. It felt forced desperate and was trying so hard to be clever it failed with the end result that i was actually bored watching it bonnie you fucking idiot how yeah. can it be trying too hard to be original and <laughs> be copying the original film? <laughs> yeah exactly um i found an essay but scanning it it's horseshit just horseshit like like not even not even funny to read just a bit of horse shit. Oh, Bonnie gives one stars to everything. Oh, fuck you, Bonnie. Oh, that what we're doing now. We're going to review the reviewer. <laughs> 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 um, oh, here we go. Like watching TV series Most Haunted, better to watch 2015 film The Witch. Uh, this is Passa 97. I've never um, seen that, The Witch. Everyone keeps saying, no, you should see it. It's you will hate yeah, it. Yeah, you'd hate it. 
It's fucking great, but you'd hate if it. If I've ever been sure of anything ever, it's that you will hate The Witch. Would thou like to live deliciously? Yeah, I loved it, incidentally. It's fucking great. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what? D- Duffy despised it. Really? She I'm, wanted to leave the cinema. I'm going with Duffy on this one. I'm, I'm uh, out. The Witch stands as the most walkouts of any film I've ever seen at the cinema. Really? Eight people I counted. It's fucking great. What are you talking about? Yeah. No, I'm not going to. Sorry, I've got better things you to do. You will hate it. <laughs> 100% you will hate it. Right. Okay. Um, Passer97, uh, and I'll try and read it as obviously they've intended. I loved the first. I loved the first Blair Witch and the second film Book of Shadows was okay. Blair Witch 2016 could have been great but falls short, comma. The Blair Witch shows up at the end and she looks like a skinny alien E.T. just chasing <laughs> after the last survivors in a spooky house. Well, Comma. do your homework because it's not actually the Blair Witch. <laughs> this this part of the film reminded me of survival horror games on the PlayStation Resident Evil opening and closing doors. Comma. There is a lot of running, shouting and screaming at the end, which was annoying, not frightening. Comma. I was waiting for Yvette Fielding and Derek Acora from Most Haunted to pop up at the end with a night vision camera. Full stop. <laughs> so that was all one sentence, lads. Jesus. Okay film, but too much running around and screaming with nothing really happening. My advice, watch the 2015 movie The Witch. It, it is a far superior and scary movie. I mean, Two people found this helpful. I mean, they're not even remotely cinema, similar, apart from the fact there's some woods in both of them, kind of. No. So got one star from Andrea Patrizzi. Yeah. And she says, I didn't enjoy the film's plot. I didn't enjoy it. <laughs> didn't enjoy it. Nope. That's it. Didn't um, enjoy it. So I'm not going to watch it again. Watched it again. Lastly, um, Paul, if you could read what Daniel wrote, please. Not me. Daniel. Uh, yeah, Daniel. It's just under uh, Palib on Blu-ray. <laughs> uh Ich bin. Oh, I see, I see. Okay, right. Daniel says, Me siento en grandianto. Ponen me los Principales no son los que se indican. No esta jeson ni Jessica Alba. Es una farsa. I just translated that. On, on oh. Amazon. And Chris, come on, give us the translation. Oh, that's actually better than the original. Yeah, they put the main <laughs> actors wrong. They're not the ones listed. There's no Jason or Jessica Alba. It's a farce. Oh, yes. What? Jason Alba, my favourite of the Albers. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Amazing. Fantastic. I like Dusk Sheiks. Yikes, it sucks. Nothing is good about this movie. Ellipses. Nothing! Exclamation mark, exclamation mark. mark. Oh, God. Lord Truxton's really clever. He's entitled his Blair Witch. More like Bland Witch. (laughs) Boom, boom. Excellent. And then he's written a literal novel on it. Oh, okay. I'm not feeling feeling very novel-y today, so. So, that's that. That is that. Um... Recommendations. Recommendation. Uh, I got, I got one. So, uh, Mythic Quest. It's on Apple TV, which is probably why no one's seen it. Um, but if you can find it other places, it's probably on Now TV or something. 
Watch it. It's fucking brilliant. Okay. Okay. I'm going to recommend um, on Disney Plus, I'm doing a complete rerun of Scrubs. If you've never seen it before, JD, Turk, Carla, and Elliot. A fantastic bunch. It was The Office before The Office was famous. Um, hilarious as fuck. Get it watched. Chris? Um, I'll say uh, Sons of Sam, which is on Netflix at oh, the moment. I started moment. watching that yesterday. Yeah. I've so seen that come up. Yeah, it's about Mr. Berkowitz. Um, yeah, I've done a, that's like a sort of docu-series, isn't it? Like a mini-series. Um, which, again, yeah, like Paul, I've only watched a little bit of it. But, yeah, I'll, I'll be watching the, the rest of that. It looks cool. Excellent. And that's, uh, I gave my, mine earlier. I can't oh, yeah. remember what it was. <laughs> I gave it. Yours was Pose. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, watch Pose. It's completely unlike like anything that like you probably would normally watch. But, but yeah, check it out. I thought it was really interesting. So what, um, what is it, what's its full name? Tinky Winky Lala. Oh. <laughs> Dipsy and Pose Trip 2. No, it's just Pose, P-O-S-E. Um, it's, it's about um, the, the emergence of gay culture in the, in the I think, like the 70s and 80s. Um, just an absolute slice of life of, of something I'd never... It's like the American... I, I, if you watched It's a Sin, you'll really like... Pose. Uh, yeah, that's great. That it's yeah, sin. really enjoyable. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Pose is equally as like funny and fucking heartbreaking as well. I mean, me and Paul were at the forefront of the the eighties gay scene. So we were there. Uh, we were yeah. there. Good. <laughs> Got that tash and everything. <laughs> I, Paul, you'd look fucking exquisite with a tash. I'm just yeah, saying. If you do that and you start so doing so fucking so wood, but... you keep doing woodworking, mate. I'm gonna. I'm gonna <laughs> have to handlebar. Yeah. I'm going to start kissing you and there's nothing you can do about it. I'm sorry. <laughs> don't, don't threaten me with a good time. <laughs> uh, cool. Um, that's, that's that in it. Then we've got to do the, uh, oh so, yeah. The, 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 whose turn is it? It's me. It me. Oh, it's, God. It's, it's me time, baby. Um, don't, don't do that. You enjoyed Willie's Wonderland. Yeah. Also he's choosing a good film. So yeah, I'm choosing a good film. Um, I don't know what year it came out. Normally people know uh, that, but I don't. The 80s, I don't the 80s. know. 83? Could, Could be. be later than that. Might be uh, even that. 85. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, I mean, the only thing, you, uh, you've got it going in your favour, it's an 80s film. So it's I'm fucking great, got Jeffrey Coombs in it, Daniel. All right. Don't full name me on the podcast. I full named you, right? <laughs> oh, you're doxxed now. Daniel, you've yeah. given away my big secret. Check, check our Instagram. Dan's phone number and address will be on there. Michael, Christopher, Daniel and Pauline. <laughs> uh, it's Reanimator. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I haven't watched it in a fucking 10 years. So That's this would be really exciting. I've never seen it, so I'm I'm actually quite intrigued. Oh, you're in for a treat. Yeah, I think you really enjoy it. It's, it's a fun time. A fun old romp. Um, I mean, IMDB rating of 7.2. That's that's definitely better. Yeah. Well, it's it's an absolute cult classic. Yeah. Don't um, worry, lads. Next time, I'll, I'll go back to form next time. No. Uh, it's an absolute <laughs> fucking ringer. <laughs> no, <laughs> stick with this. It'll be brilliant. Um, yeah, cool. Uh, so that's that. The real horror. Uh, this. What is the real horror this week? Um, crawling through tunnels. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, thank you. The, the real horror this week is is strange, dirty birth met- metaphors. Um, oh. So uh, until next time, um, he's been Chris. 
Uh, he's been Paul. He's been Dan. And he's been Mike. Hey, bye. Love bye. you. Bye. 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 B